Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Be Healed podcast. I'm your host, Steve Hannett. The Be Healed podcast is all about helping you to understand how to not only know about the promises of God, but to receive the promises of God, especially in the area of healing. It is a passion of mine because God has touched me. I've been in the healing ministry for almost 25 years, and I'm so excited to share the stories, testimonies, and information from the Bible to help you. Now, listen, if this is your first time joining the Be Healed podcast, I want to encourage you to make sure you follow the podcast and share it with somebody that you know will benefit from this awesome information. Also, we have a brand new free gift that we want to offer to you. It's a new ebook that I've authored called Breakthrough, and it covers seven key ways to get out of a spiritual slump. If you've been somebody who's been stuck in quarantine or you've been somebody that's been struggling and feeling disconnected from God, this resource is really going to bless you. All you need to do is text HEALING to the number 94000 and it will walk you through a couple of steps and you will receive a PDF ebook right in your email to bless you. Now, today I want to cover a topic that I know is going to touch a lot of people. And it's basically when you pray for something and you just don't seem like things are going to work. It just seems like your prayer is not prevailing. And a lot of people do that. They pray, they expect sometimes for there to be an immediate response of God, and there seems to be a delay. Do you know that sometimes the destiny of receiving and not receiving your healing determines on your faith level while you're waiting on God? That's what we're going to be talking about today, and I've got a special guest with us. His name is Derek Fernandez. He is a cadet at West Point right now. He is an impressive young man. I really believe that he is a world-changing leader in progress. God has gifted him in many, many areas, but you know what's the most special about him? He loves God, he loves his country, and he's taken the time today to be with us to testify a bit of his journey in his life as to how he knows that God actually is trustworthy and able to be believed upon in the area of healing. So Derek, it's great to have you here on the program for Be Healed. Pastor, thank you so much for having me tonight. I know that you and I have been walking together for a little bit, and we have had some fun conversations uh, in some good moments of your life and in some challenging moments of your life. And I'd like you to start off, you know, you, you were sharing with me about some of the struggles that took place in your life. You know, you were, you were really walking in a, in a great place in high school. You had a lot of things going for you. And then there started to be some shifts in the transitions in your life. Talk with us, what was going well for you in your high school years? In high school, I was surrounded by this huge support system. And I really had the time of my life in high school. I was surrounded by loving parents. I had really supportive friends, teachers, coaches. Um, I, w- I would consider myself a popular kid. I, I was the captain of the football and the wrestling teams, class president. Um, and, you know, I was just in a town and in a school where everybody knew my name. And, but now I realize that this was, this was a dangerous kind of pride I had. It was, it was sort of egoistic. Mm. But at that time, you know, this was everything for me. It, I was placing my value on these things and it was really all I ever knew. T- 
tell us what was your relationship with God while you were in your high school years? What was what was that like? Were you very very close to God, or describe it for us? So I knew God, and that was thanks to you. Um, I, I I tried to pray consistently, and I knew God, but I wasn't on a level anywhere like I am today. All right, Derek. So let me take you into the transition that you began to experience and. First, you know, you've been accepted to West Point and a lot of people don't know uh, what a achievement that is. So I want to congratulate you for that, because that really is an achievement that very few people ever attain to. So, yeah, just getting into West Point is an is an awesome blessing. Um, But you started to experience some difficulties as you were there as a cadet, especially in your first weeks. Talk with us about what you feel like you described kind of like things were being stripped away from you. Yeah, I I would describe it more than difficulties. It was life changing. Um, prior to this, all I ever knew was Sea Caucus. All I ever knew were the people there, the people that loved me, the people that knew my name. And like I said, I I felt like I had everything. I was on top of the mountain. I didn't realize the gravity of my situation until I was experiencing the consequences of it. And if I knew today how weak I was back then. And I'm not talking physically, I'm talking emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. I'm not sure that I would have taken that opportunity. But I, I reported um, to what they call BEAST, which is basic training for cadets. And it was a whole another world. I was in shock. Um, you know, a lot of cadets will talk about it today, back then, as, you know, something easy and small. But like I said, the state I was in and the world that I was coming from was so totally different. And I'm not going to lie. It broke me. It broke me. Um, and I, I was used to an environment where everybody loved and supported me. Um, and then I was going into this in- entirely unfamiliar, almost hostile environment. I know they were doing it to, um, to develop me and, and to mold me into somebody new and somebody better. But I had, I was just unaware of this. Yeah. So you're stripped from your support system, right. And even shared, you lost your girlfriend at that time, right. Which is a big thing. You're in a new environment. Now they're trying to break you down and all these kinds of things are taking place. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. Maybe not going to West Point and going through beast training, but they can relate to transitions in their lives. Um, the very fact that you're having all that change at once is, is difficult. And I think it's such a good thing that you began to realize in your own life, Hey, I'm not as strong as I thought I was, right? But as as we spend time and as you committed yourself to the word of God, you describe, right, that that it kind of forced you to to really get closer to the Lord during this time. Yeah, I like to describe it as God stripping me of everything that I had and everything I thought I valued. And I think he did this. I see it now to reveal the weaknesses and to shine a big bright light on everything that I had seriously underdeveloped, um, spiritually, um, emotionally. You know, they, they say that experience is a very difficult teacher because first it gives you the test and then it gives you the lesson. And it's very powerful like that. We have to live through life experiences to see where we really are and where our faith is at. And I'm so thankful for the journey that you had of God continuously showing you that he was with you, that his word was alive, and that your faith really began to get matured in this difficulty. 
But I want to fast forward to something that happened because you started to have difficulty in your in your Achilles heel, correct? Tell us about that injury and and what was going on in your body. Yeah, so uh, fast forward about eight months. Um, I'm already becoming used to becoming a, a cadet. At this time, we were home for quarantine because of the coronavirus. And so I, w- I was home for about three months at this point. And we're going into the summer. And when you're going into your sophomore year at West Point, which we call the yearling year, um, you have to do a training in the summer called cadet field training. And it requires you to be physically strong. It, it requires some physical abilities. And so I was preparing for this and I was running every day. I was running every day. I, I, and it's not because I like it. It's because I'm not good at it. And so I was running every day and I started to experience a really sharp pain in my right leg. And it was not only behind my, my calf um, and where I believe my Achilles tendon was, but it was also stretching around my entire leg, almost going to my shins, under mm. my shins. Um, and it was getting so bad to the point where I couldn't run a mile without having to stop and then limping. Mm. And there were times where I, I you know, I didn't give up. I, I kept trying to run, but there were times I had to call somebody to pick me up because I, I was limping and I wasn't going to limp through, limp through town to get back to my house. Mm. So you've got this big training ahead of you and you've got this injury that's going on. And now you're saying, what, what am I going to do? So um, take us to when uh, you and your dad uh, showed up at my house and, uh, and we had a chance to spend some time. Yeah. So, so I was concerned. Um, I was concerned about my leg and because training was at this point, by the time I came to your house, it was about three days away. And this was a serious problem. The training requires miles and miles and miles of movement. There's also a test. Um, called, uh, there's a five mile run test that we need to do. I've never ran five miles consecutively in my life. And meanwhile, right now I can't even run a mile because of my leg. Mm-hmm. And so I was concerned. I had faith. I had faith that God would heal me. Um, but I was worried. I'm not going to lie. And so about two, three days before, prior to reporting, I showed up at your house. Um, I'd called you and I showed up with my father and, and I, and I said, pastor, I'm concerned about my leg. I'm praying for it. It's not getting better. I have faith, but, um, this is worrying me. And you prayed over my leg that day. Mm -hmm. And, uh, did you immediately feel a difference in your leg? I did not. You did not, right? I I was encouraged, but it was not better. So tell us, so we prayed that prayer. A lot of people would think, well, it didn't work then because we don't feel anything change. Tell us what happened when you got back. Yeah. So the day that you report for any kind of training at West Point is a very hectic day, especially coming back from a few months at home. Uh, And this was even worse because we had spent four months at home. um, And so I was almost used to not being a cadet at this point. Um, but it's a very, very hectic day. It, it requires running around um, the base and trying to, we had to remove everything from our old rooms um, because we had left abruptly. So you had a lot of physical activity. Happening. There was a lot of physical activity happening and it wasn't even training. It was just trying to move all my belongings um, and make sure I have all my gear ready. Um, and then, move everything into a new room, which I would only spend the night. Mm-hmm. And then in the morning, I would have to move it all again to a truck and, and ship out to 
what, what we call Camp Buckner, which is where we do our training. And so I went through that day and my, the leg was on my mind, but because of the hecticness of that day, the, uh, the chaoticness of that day, um, it was, in, it was in the back of my mind and I was doing everything. Um, and at the end of the day, I sat down, I was drenched in sweat because it was very hot that day. And I looked down at my leg and I realized that I had not felt an iota of pain that day, mm. not a single ounce of pain that day. From that day, did you have that injury come back or you've been pretty much training strong since then? And throughout, I, I praise God that day and throughout the entire training, I didn't have any pain in my life whatsoever. See, what I think is so powerful about this is the, the first part of your story, you were going through this very difficult transition from civilian life to cadet life. You're being stripped from all those things. You're seeking God, but things didn't change for you immediately. It was a gradual process in your life that you began to discover God at a deeper level. His peace was there. And then you have something happen to your leg and it's not an immediate answer there either, but you found God faithful. And that's what I want to speak to every listener today. We hear situations like this and they're so practical, so normal, so everyday common experiences, but God is being found faithful. And I want to encourage every single listener that when you pray, believe God. And what I love about your attitude, Derek, is that you were able to uh, persevere. Um, there were times you felt like giving up, right? When you felt like, where is God? I'm going through all this loss. I, I don't know which end is up, but you kept doing it. And I appreciate that you prayed every day. You, you read the Bible. We, we were able to spend time together and, uh, and work through some of the, the teachings of the word. And, and even when you prayed and you didn't feel it, you still came and said, Hey, let's pray. And you still went down to training, even though you didn't get the answer yet. And here you are moving around and all of a sudden you realize that God answered the prayer. I think it's very, very powerful. Uh, listen, I want to share, if you're praying for something, if you need God to break through, you've got to wait and hold the promises of God. You've got to hold the promises of God until they come to pass. Uh, we can't get intimidated. Uh, by the things that are going on in our lives. You can't get discouraged, right? Um, I'm going to actually read a, a verse here that kind of describes your story. It's from Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. It says that you do not become sluggish, but imitate those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. You see, we need to get this because a lot of people just expect God to just sometimes do it all the time immediately. And praise God, sometimes it does happen immediately. But sometimes we've got to hold the promises of God. And I want to speak this to you, Derek, that I believe that God is developing your faith, that God was developing from the moment that you left your faith at a new level to cause you to seek, to draw you in, to get you to rely on the word of God. Because if he gives it to you too quickly, you may never develop your faith muscles, as they say. And so I, and I see the same thing that your action of faith said, I'm going to, I'm going to do this. I'm going to go. I believe God is going to break through. That's why I believe God answered our prayer when we agreed together. Derek, 
I know that you've got a lot more to your story. And I even want to announce on this program that Derek Fernandez is even going to be a guest on the Miraculous Life TV program. If you've not checked that program out, make sure you do that. It airs on the It's Supernatural Network. Uh, and you can also grab it on our YouTube channel at Steve Hannett um, forward slash YouTube. And you can get uh, Derek's story more of some even uh, more dramatic things that God began to break through in Derek's life because God is training him to believe. What about you? Do you think God is developing you? Do you think that God will meet you where you're at? Do you think that you can inherit the promises of God through faith and patience? Well, I know the answer to that. The word of God says he is. I want you to be encouraged today if there's been any delay. Derek, I'm going to ask, there are people who are going through things right now. I want you to pray for them. I want you to pray a prayer and ask God to give them strength and for them to have faith and patience to begin to experience the power of God, the way you are experiencing the power of God. Because listen, I love the healing. I love that you're excelling in your studies and in your training. But I love even more how close you've gotten to the Lord Jesus Christ through it all. So go ahead and pray for those people who say, hey, I need some, I need some strength right now. Father, I pray for all those that need that, that understanding that it takes time, that they need faith that they need patience and whatever struggle they're going through, I want them to make the conscious decision to pursue Jesus, to chase Jesus, to seek the Lord, to seek your face and to just wait on the Lord and to trust you with all their hearts. Even if they're not feeling moved any type of way, spiritually, emotionally, that they still get on their knees and know that they need to seek you. Oh, thank you, God. Listen, I want you to receive that prayer um, because it's coming from his heart. And and Derek, I'm so thankful that you've been on the Be Healed podcast today. We're going to keep our eyes on you because I know God has good plans for you. And I I do believe that God is going to use you to bless uh, many people. Listen, thanks for joining us today on the Be Healed podcast. Make sure that you uh, text the word HEALING to 94,000. All you would do is go to your your phone and where you'd put the phone number, you just type 94,000 and then just type the word healing and hit send and you'll receive my new ebook called Breakthrough. It's going to take you through seven key steps from getting breakthrough from any spiritual slump that you may be dealing with. Listen, we love you. God bless you. Hey, don't forget to send your testimonies to contact at everyhousenow.org. God bless you. Thank you for listening to the Be Healed podcast today. I'd love to connect with you on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Steve Hannett, and you can get a lot of our latest information and announcements there. Also, would love for you to know about our TV program called The Miraculous Life. It airs on Sid Roth's It's Supernatural Network, also known as ISN. You can go to their website. You can download the app ISN on your phone, and you can listen to it also on our YouTube channel. Just go to youtube.com forward slash Steve Hannett. There's amazing teachings and testimonies of God's power healing people and breaking through. Truly, he calls us to live in his grace and peace. 
Well, until next week, may Jesus Christ lead you, guide you, and establish you in the fullness of his grace and power. Be sure to share this podcast with someone who you know it will bless, and I look forward to talking with you next week. God bless you. Be Healed is a production of Every House, a church network whose mission is to contribute to the work of the Great Commission by reaching the lost, establishing churches, and cultivating leaders throughout the world. If you'd like to give a tax-deductible gift to support this ministry, simply visit our website at stevehannett.com and click the Donate button. We thank you in advance for your prayer and support.